Hey there, listeners. I am Joanne Lee Cornish, your truth bomb dropper in the world of weight loss, body composition, and mastering the art of rocking the body you've always deserved and dreamed of in midlife and beyond. Let's cut through the noise. Society tells us it's downhill from now on. We're told to embrace the middle age weight gain, embrace the muscle loss and poor health. If that's your vibe, then cool. But if you're ready to defy the narrative, then I am your gal. This podcast is a no-fluff podcast where we break down the essential truths of body composition, toss around some practical tips, and dissect the latest trends. I'm not here to sugarcoat. I'm here to show you what's not just possible, but downright probable for you. If you enjoy this content, be sure to click the link in the show notes to explore how we can team up and kick mediocrity to the curb. I offer one-on-one coaching, my ever-popular group coaching programs, and my corporate Educate to Elevate program. Okay, let's get on with the podcast. Enjoy. You've all heard about the all-or-nothing mentality. Uh, Maybe some of you struggle with it, but what about the term negative lumping? So this term was recently coined in a paper by Ed O'Brien at the University of Chicago, and it describes a similar mindset. It is when people dismiss valuable progress because they don't fully achieve their goal. Instead, they lump that uh, endeavor into the failure category, just as if they'd made no improvements at all. So does that sound familiar? Here's a, here's a good example. So, and I see it a lot with my clients. Say my client has has a, set themselves a goal of hitting 10,000 steps a day for a month and they don't hit that. And they think, oh, I just failed. When when we look a little bit closer, they actually hit you know 9,400 steps for every day for a month. But before we started the goal, they're only doing 5,000 steps. You see the problem? Their goal was 10,000 steps. They didn't hit it. They feel terrible. But when we look closer, they were they were you know almost twice as many steps than they, they were doing before we set the goal. So here's the problem with negative lumping. Um, it can cause people to give up altogether, even though their efforts were uh, improving and indeed helping them. And the other example would be somebody that's really cleaned up their way of eating. And but then several times in one week, they, you know, they go off track and they're like, oh, I failed. I, I lost control here. I had a terrible meal here. When when you look at the actual week, overall, their behavior was a lot better than when we started. So this is a problem with negative lumping. Um, so. If you feel that applies to you, we have to turn it around and we need to look look at the results and think, hey, you know, wh- wh- was it kind of like a near miss? So a near miss, you didn't hit your goal, but you you got pretty close. So maybe the goal was to lose 10 pounds and you, and you lost seven. And you're like, hey, are you, are you discouraged or are you pretty proud about that? So you didn't hit the goal and maybe we need to reassess the goal. But wow, that was kind of a near miss and it was pretty good. Um, and then again, there's the um, uh, comparison trap where um, you know people devalue their own accomplishments because they weren't as good as somebody else's. This is terrible. So this is where, oh, your friend lost 10 pounds and you only lost six. You lost six. So comparing yourself to maybe somebody in a group or a friend or, or a gym or something like that. So this ties in nicely with the 
the perfect failure rate. I talk about this a lot in my programs because, again, that all or nothing approach doesn't serve us very well because, you know, if we miss the target, we feel like it's an epic fail. So what is the perfect level of failure? Because failure is a progress tool. If you were hitting something 100% perfect, then the goal probably isn't big enough. But if you were to perfectly hit a goal, you know, they say there's a there's a failure rate of about 15%. And when we fail about 15%, then we are still strongly encouraged to continue. But if that failure rate is like 50%, then we get very disheartened and and we have to reevaluate that goal. So, you know, if I say if a, if a goal is just too great and then people fail, you know, 50% of the time, they get very discouraged and they kind of lose track. The goal was too big. If they're hitting it 100%, then the goal is too small and they will probably still, because it's too easy, they'll probably still get off track. So the optimal failure rate is actually about 15%. So with failure rate about 15%, there we grow. You know, the failure actually encourages, motivates us and, and helps us grow. We, we grow different skill sets. We grow, um, we increase our ability. So what does that mean in terms of, let's say, weight loss? So say you've got an eating plan and you're eating, you know, three meals a day and one snack. So three meals a day and one snack, seven days in a week. Therefore, you are eating 28 times a week. If you have the optimal 15% failure rate, that means 15% of 28 is 4.2, but let's call it four. That means you can actually fail. If we want to call it failing. We can actually get four of those meals wrong. And we still have an optimal failure rate and we're still moving forward. So that calculation alone can really be kind of an epiphany to some people and really make them feel better about their progress. So four meals, four meals a week can be off track. You didn't get them quite right. Maybe you went completely off track, but four meals a week is can be classed as an optimal error rate for you still to be progressing strongly towards your goal. I think we can all agree that that makes this all a lot more doable. That makes it possible to plan in social events and, and just simple mistakes where it just went wrong. We just made the wrong choice, but it makes it a lot more sustainable, a much more workable plan that we, are, we still feel we are succeeding with. So hope that helps. Um, if you've set goals and you didn't hit them, did you get close? Was it an EMS? Please stop, stop comparing yourself to the results of other people. We're all starting in different places. So that is a big no. And also a 15% failure rate. So that gives us a lot of leeway and still be moving strongly towards our goal. I hope that helps. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I trust I sparked your interest, provided a nugget or two of wisdom, and armed you with something practical for immediate use. 
If you've got burning questions or specific topics that you'd like me to tackle, check out the show notes for ways to reach out. Until next time, stay curious. If you've enjoyed this content, be sure to click the link in the show notes to explore how we can work together. And please go to www.theshrinkshop.com.